Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and we're back after a little month hiatus, episode 112, and we got the man, Caveman, Miguel Contreras. How you doing, bro? Blessed, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. <laughs> man, big weekend in the boxing game, and we're glad that you giving us the exclusive, as always, my guy. It's a, it's a blessing to have you always on, dude, and especially after the big fight weekend. I know the last... How long was this training camp? The last three months has been super crazy. I haven't seen you on social media that much. I, that's all I know. You're locked in. Yeah, bro. Honestly, and it's funny as you mentioned that because this I was sharing with my whole team. This is probably the least I've been on social media as far as you know getting ready for the fight, preparing, especially like the day away and whatnot. But uh, um, yeah, bro, I was in a different zone. Had about a, I actually had a full camp this time, eight mm-hmm. weeks, you know. So um, well, a little over that, but regard because they postponed the fight because the main event and whatnot Definitely. for a few weeks, but. Uh, Regardless, yeah, man, we had a full camp, and it was some intense training. (laughs) Definitely, bro. What was the difference between this training camp and all the previous training camps you've had in the last, let's see here, 12 fights? I know this is your 13th, but the last 12. Um, Honestly, coming off of a loss, like, that's the biggest difference. Mm -hmm. And and it's done, it did so much to me mentally, um, and... So much of this sport is mental, but regardless of that, I mean, I, t- I carry that with me, you know, and I go in there now with a new mindset, and not mm-hmm. that I shouldn't have before, and I always told myself, you know, you go in there, it's a gladiator sport, you got to mm-hmm. kill or be killed, but mm-hmm. when you take that first L, man, it just does something to you, you know, and, and especially the way I took it, it was such a stupid, you know, mistake I made, mm-hmm. but... Um, that's what needed to happen, and it worked because, I mean, I didn't mess with my trunks this far. <laughs> hey, you know, I was looking at that, too. They were extra tight this yeah. time, my guy. Do you feel like so, in boxing is a weird thing? I think just in fighting combat sports, sometimes the L is a blessing. And I think we talk about that in life. Like, no, L's are not, you know, losses. They're really lessons. Yeah. Is this kind of like, it was a, it was kind of like a, a blessing in disguise, I guess you could say. Honestly, that's the way I look at it, man, because, I mean... A loss makes a better fighter, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and people say, oh, well, Mayweather was undefeated. But even Mayweather lost in amateurs, you know? Like, no Definitely. fighter has never, ever not lost, you Definitely. know? And, and um, I think about it now, seeing before my first loss, like, how else would I have learned to stop doing that stupid habit I always did in all my fights, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that was the only way for me to learn and actually put it into action. And it worked because they didn't do, I didn't do it again. But, um... It definitely caused like a new hunger, a new, you know, competitiveness that when I go in there, it's like kill or be killed. Does it make you want you to succeed even more? Yeah, I mean, definitely, man. I mean, don't get me wrong, like a, a loss, it's it's not fun to take, you know, obviously nobody wants to lose, but at the end of the day, you seeing what it does to you mentally and, and mm-hmm. physically and emotionally, like everything it does to you in the gym, sparring, fighting, um, things necessary, you mm-hmm. know, and, and for me, speaking for me personally, I seen what it did for me in this camp and it was just a different mindset. And I was getting good reviews, sparring over there, Buddy McGurk's with my boy Carlos Valderas, shout out him, with my co-manager Gabriel Flores and his son Gabriel Flores Jr. Mm-hmm. Shout out them, you know, because we're sharpening up, man, with Brandon Lee. We're getting, like, top-of-the-line work. And not only that, but after sparring, like, hey, man, you're you, you going to take this, you're going to take this. You mm-hmm. Definitely. We I know, it's, I'm looking here, I did some notes. It was eight months since the last fight, right, since the L. Mm-hmm. What's the most important thing you learned about yourself in the last eight months? Honestly, um, the fact that that personally speaking, bro, like I'm not defined by my boxing, uh, my record, you know, mm-hmm. and in that loss and, you know, I always bring it back to my faith. It was just God is still God, you know, and then God is still sovereign. God is still in control. And 
um, that didn't change. You know, whether I win or lost, that that doesn't change, mm-hmm. and, and I can find comfort and peace in that. And and not only that, but he was able to turn it to something good. You know, and, and people don't get like this last fight. People don't get like that. I mean, Donna Hart is like one of the best lightweights in the world. You mm-hmm. know? And, and I showed that. I mean. You guys see me on the Yeah, you, 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 man. I don't like we don't like talking shit, but I I had it five six two myself. But that's just me. That's just we'll we'll talk about that. This is what's cool about this podcast, something we've never done before. We're gonna watch your fight in real life time as much as we can get through and kinda just break not break it down, but just talk about what's going on. Yeah. Um I know what um you know, you see the commentary inside, but what's going on in the ring is a whole different thing yeah. than what the commentators seen yeah, yeah, and what, um, you know, what the casual fans see. Yeah, so it's yeah. cool to get your perspective, bro. And I yeah. think first and foremost, I'm glad you had your health. I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad both of you guys are healthy. Yeah. And it, it was a bra, bro. How, um, how did it feel to go for your first time eight rounds? Well, I mean... We prepare every time, you know, like if we're going to go to the death, you know. So, Only 12, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 100%. So, um, you know, going into the fight, it was like my first opponent had had fell out because of an incident that happened within his camp. And mm-hmm. it was either not fight or fight, you know, Tanahara on that card. And I wanted to be on that card because it's Fresno, you know. And, mm-hmm. and it was a good card and my manager was throwing it and it was like, you know, me and my, you know my coach, bro, Daniel. Like, Daniel don't back yeah, down, bro. We don't duck smoke, you know, bro. Yeah, we'll never. Fight. We know how, and it's not the bows, but we know how good we are. You mm-hmm. know, we know we're one of the best in the world, and we wanted to show that. So we took on him, and not only that, but we were on the B side, bro. Like we were, you know, mm-hmm. he was looked at as the guy, you know, and, and we've been in that situation before. But I mean, we know where we stand as far as our boxing ability goes, our, mm-hmm. our, our the way we fight, you know, the way we train, who we're training with, you mm-hmm. know, and so we know we belong. So we took the fight, and, and, and um, I mean, when did you get um, for your opponent? How long did you know you were going to fight him throughout the training camp? Him in particular, yeah. Um, I would say about I want to say about five weeks, six five weeks. weeks. Yeah, okay, six okay. Weeks, so yeah, yeah, like six weeks. Okay. Yeah, we had perfect time, bro. And not only that, but we had perfect sparring to mimic his style and whatnot. You know, so mm-hmm. it, it was. Perfect, man. I was about to ask if you were sparring people with you no know, longer reaches. Yeah, he had yeah, the reach yeah. on you. Was that something you were preparing for and just kind of duplicating that hopefully in the ring? Yeah, man. We, we, we fought. We, we sparred people with that similar style. People that move more. People that use their jab. You know, stay out and distance more. And um, mm-hmm. with that length, you know, and we sparred as far as like the way we were going to fight, you know, so aggressive going forward, you know, just Definitely. breaking them down. And telephone boost. It was a yeah. telephone boost, bro. Volume punches because we recognize he can't really fight backing up. He's a beautiful boxer. But he is. Shout out Coach D because what, what Coach D always told me, man, at the highest level of boxing, they're not just boxing, they're fighting. Yes. You know, so I have to turn into a fight and that's what I did. And what I want to do, bro, let's look at this fight we got here, my guy. Um, again, thank you for coming on the pod, bro. I know everybody wants to interview you, man. You take your time off for the Shoot the Shit Podcast, episode 112. Man, we, we here. How does it feel to fight in Fresno? Your first time fighting in Fresno? Uh, Well, in pros, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, But it was dope, man, because like when they were announcing our names, man, it was just like, man, the crowd went crazy. It's from Bakersfield, California, dude, you know? Like, hey, dude, you can hear it on there, too. Yeah, they, even yeah. after the bout, we'll talk about that. Yeah, they were yeah. pro-contreras 1,000%. Yeah. You can move your mic, too, a little bit too, my oh, girl, man. if you want to catch up. Catch it. I feel like this is tight. We never done this before. 
Nah, and and um, love the trunks, my guy. Who designed those? Oh, shout out! I got my own back. They do all my trunks. Oh, that those yeah, shoes they, tight, they, bro. They always come through, man. And honestly, too, baby, for Marco, the referee, mm-hmm. old school ref. I felt like he yeah. let you guys tussle. Wasn't really um, he didn't really get bro, in between that much. That ref, he came up to me after two in the locker room. He was like, "Look, man, I had you winning." Um, Judge didn't see all that I seen. I got to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's no excuse, but you know, I seen even more because I seen all the work you were doing. You know, and and um, but yeah, bro. Uh, well, I think we executed it, it perfectly. Obviously, when you look back, you can always say what if or you know this mm-hmm. that. Uh, you always want to break down your your performance, you know. But I think we stuck to the game plan, man, and I feel like we came out on top. But people don't recognize, bro, that boxing is a business. You know, and the bro. A side, B side 100%. politics. You know, and bro, I wasn't even supposed to. Like be in this fight, no, bro. And yeah. the guy wasn't a scrub either. He's Yo, nineteen and one. Yeah, he's cold, bro. Yeah, he's a he's a top notch fighter. You you're going up in competition no matter what, bro. Yeah, bro. And that's why we took the fight, bro. Because we're not just gonna take some bum, you know. We're like we want to show that we belong with the top of the lightweights, and, and I believe we did that, bro. Love the uppercuts you were hitting with all night, dude. And I think, man, um, what was it? Everything you throwing to is always another punch after that. People, yeah, need to, that's not. That's a task right there, bro. And, and, bro, so much of the fight, bro, people don't get is just reaction. So you're doing the way you were training. Mm-hmm. Your body's just reacting the way you were training. So a lot of this stuff, bro, was the way I was sparring is mm-hmm. what I was doing. Volume punches, getting the last punch, going forward, you know? Do you feel like you took his best punch early in the early fight? Absolutely. I feel bro. like he gave you your best, his best punch in early rounds. And once he felt that, like, okay, yeah. that's what you got. Now we're going to really tussle out here. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Once I tasted his power, bro, his best punch, I like, I mean, it may have look bad but i was just able to walk through it bro i was like man bro like it's nothing caught my attention you know definitely so um but we knew bro that he was gonna be a boxer and mover and whatnot and bro it's nothing against hector you know this is a business dog like i mean um he's cool people bro like we chopped it up after the fight too yeah definitely people kind of recognize even like robert garcia came up to us after he was like hey man i'm not the judge man like his own corner yeah 100 dude but and i I think i think people need to know too we're not here to talk this fight try to talk down on any fighter he's a warrior for being in there great uppercut too yeah yeah we're gonna call it down the middle yeah but you're my guy, and I want. I <laughs> yeah. never broke down a fight with you, especially a, a two days after. Yeah, like great uppercut again. It's just cool to see what you're thinking in here, bro. Yeah, yeah. In the atmosphere, like this is a big card you're on. You're not mm. the first fight on this card. You were mm. damn near the second. Yeah, bro. The like on the main card, basically. Yeah, bro. dude. And, and, and it was cool, bro. Just knowing that one who I'm going against, and and you know we're really here, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I, it was funny because I was sharing this with somebody at church this morning. They were asking me like. How's it feel like being in front of that crowd? I'm like, that's not really the crowd, bro. Like when I'm in there because you kind of zone out, you know, mm-hmm. you're only worried about your opponent. But seeing myself on a screen like this, bro, like ESPN, you know, yeah, like no. that's just I get like we started at the Beggars for Police Activity League, Definitely, bro, like, bro. From the hood, bro. it was cool. They mentioned, you know, they mentioned that too, man, um, about you know being at Pal whatnot. Yeah, I really felt like the comment Bradley at least was really pro Hector, but then towards the fight, hey, the fight, bro, they were really yeah. they were with you, yeah, and they yeah. knew, dude. Like you know, I think the like I said, the first two rounds, he's really trying to fight his fight, but then yeah. he had to learn how to adjust to yeah. you. And then even like, I mean, even Andre Ward had me winning, you know, but we, we kind of, as far as like the first few rounds being closer, we knew that as the rounds went on, we were going to turn it up more, Definitely. more, more, more. And that's the type of fighter I am. You know, like I feel like as the rounds go on, I get more warm, Better. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think too, that's what, that's what hurts so many. I know my guy, shout out to my guy, Eddie Sanchez. That's what always hurt him. Mm-hmm. We only going six rounds. Like, dude, you you can't even get in a rhythm in six rounds. Yeah, yeah. So it's a blessing that you're able to get the, get in these eighth rounds, bro. They, if people can see, 
you were getting better as you went, as you progressed. Yeah. And, and that's what another thing um, that that people don't get because we say it in the boxing community that that. And shout out Sam Contreras from Palmdale, bro. He's he's the one that said it like this: amateur boxing and pro boxing are two different sports, mm-hmm. bro. Like. Mm-hmm. You don't really get to see who breaks down in the later rounds in amateurs, you know? Definitely. But in, in pros, all that comes to light, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely, bro. It, that's going to be a great fight, too. I can't wait to see that. Which one? Uh, the Valdez and the oh, Stevenson Shakur. fight. Yeah, man. I think, I think, I, I one, think that's going to be a boring fight, bro. You think so? I think Shakur is going <laughs> to just... He's kind of... Yeah. He digs that amateur style sometimes yeah, to the yeah, ring, he, too, man. He's just a pure, a sweet scientist, bro, you know? So what were you thinking right here, bro? You, were you looking for knockout? Were you thinking, okay, I got, I just gotta hurt him? Well, like first round came, bro, and you know that's usually like a touch, you know, fill around round, mm-hmm. fill out, see what's going on, see if you can test the power. But I had already knew I took his best shot. But the the goal from first from rounds one to eight remained the same. Just keep going, keep mm-hmm. going, keep going. And though now looking back, I'm like, eh, I should have, you know, made it a little better, made it, you know, but. Once I started to get his tactics, see his little tight left uppercut is all he really had, see how he was wearing down even more. He Love that you're cutting off the ring too, bro. Excellent at that, man. Yeah, bro. So, I mean, we, we kind of, after the first round, I was like, all right, you know, okay, boom, boom, slowly but surely. I knew I was going to beat him off volume, you know, volume punches and whatnot. This is beautiful, dude. I can't believe we're doing this. It's tight. Like, just, I just knowing what you overcame from the last bout, bro, I... I, did you ever doubt yourself? Like, damn, is this really... Bro, if if you... Uh, all the time. I shared the last podcast, bro, how, like, you know, before every fight, there's always the doubts that come in, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I even got it as my, my screen lock that... Um, what's his name? Uh, Usyk, the heavyweight. Mm-hmm. His quote, I love what he says. He says, um, the toughest opponent is me a lot of the times. You don't want to train. You don't want to box. Sometimes... And he starts getting deep. He was like, but you have to fight with that person. Make yourself, you know? And there's times where, bro, like, even during this camp, I was like, man, do I really want to do this? Or am I really going to get in there? Or what if he's better, this, that, bro? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, man, it's just like you got to believe in the God-given abilities that you have and Mm -hmm. know, believe in the work that you put in, you know? And I know, bro, that I train like crazy, bro, so... Did you did you train the whole time in the field, or did you go to Vegas for a little bit too? Well, I closed out the last week, uh, the last week of my camp out there in, in Vegas. We mm-hmm. closed out with Gabriel Flores Jr. The guy that uh, fought Joette, yeah, um, I I sparred him too, okay, okay. And, and um, but yeah, bro, we we got in a lot, of, but most of the I think the best sparring was predominantly out there in uh, Palmdale and in uh, Buddy McGurch gym with Carlos Valderas. Flores Jr. fought in this car too, right? Yeah, yeah, I seen that fight. I think he fought right after me. Yes, sir. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, yes. he's young. Yeah. He's coming off a loss too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah his see? first loss, yeah. Big people need to understand too, man. These O's, I get it. It's nice to keep the O throughout your career, but that's a rare occurrence for all fighters. Ali's lost, Tyson's yeah. lost, Holyfield's lost. It's the Mayweather effect, bro. Like, that's you know, people think, oh, you have to be undefeated. Bro. I always say that's like one of the worst things ever happened to boxing, bro, that damn O. <laughs> yeah, that Mayweather effect, man. But And then defense, bro. Defensively, mm-hmm. where did you work on the camp defensively? I see you, you know... Mm-hmm. I think the first round with that fill out process, but then that's when you, you didn't get on that straight line yeah. after this, bro. I think, yeah, bro. Um, one that's too. one thing we wanted to know because of his length, just getting past the length, mm-hmm. you know, so we had to use feints, use movements and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe in the later rounds, too, that I got care just because it was just like I don't respect his power at all. <laughs> you know, it was yeah, just definitely. like, bro, I could care less. I'll give you a punch if I get four in, you know, definitely. Felt like you won this round, too, bro. That, and this yeah, is just calling yeah. it the way it is. Yeah. And, and even in my corner, you know, because 
bro, we, we as we mentioned earlier, we recognize that boxing is a business, so you got to do a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not just a matter of winning it. You, if you're on the B side, you got to win it extra. You know, mm-hmm. so um, without def- a shadow of doubt for the judges to see. Exactly, man. So um, my coach, you know, just kept giving me the urgency. You know, hey, just stay on him, stay on him. You know, don't even make him close. So Daniel, how's it? How is it to have Daniel in your corner and in, in your training camps? What is what do you, what do you do to prepare you for this belt? Also, I love Daniel. Shout out to Daniel. Um, I mean, bro, with Daniel, it's just, Daniel's the best boxing coach in Bakersfield, bro. Um, he's shown it through amateurs, through pros, and, and it's just a trip, man. Like I said, when we see each other on screen, man, I told him, I was like, bro, we literally started from on East 4th at the Powell Center, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy to see how far we've came. Went to our first nationals together in amateurs, and now here we are on ESPN, bro. Like, this just doesn't happen, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. Too little... I mean, dudes from the east side, you feel me? Because he's from the same neighborhood right there, you know? Definitely, so it's like, bro. man, bro, God is amazing. It's it's beautiful to see this relationship still manifest because we're not, dude, we're not even, we're, we're supposed to be at, yeah, we haven't hit the peak of this journey of yours, bro, God willing. Yeah, bro. It's awesome, man. And that's the beautiful part about it, bro, the process, you know? And not only just from amateurs, but talking about like because you know my boy Johnny too you know mm-hmm. he's been with us like since TJ bro like the little we were finding a little bar in TJ mm-hmm. El Perro Salado bro mm-hmm. and now we're I mean MGM good Fresno left, dude good left how's it feel when you hit him with a clean left dude do you want to just finish that just capitalize on that well bro there was a couple times I, th- I thought I had him hurt bro mm-hmm. but it was just like good I don't want to look dumb either you know like tear myself out you know tire mm-hmm. myself out so I had to be smart with it but yeah, bro. I feel like it was. It wasn't necessarily my power. It was. Well, shout out those grants first off. Shout out Elvis Grant for hooking up with the grants. But yeah, those uh, are beautiful. How's it feel finding those, bro? <laughs> bro, my favorite gloves of all time. Oh my bro. god, dude. But uh, and it looks promising as far as my next fights too. But hey, anyways, dude, uh, just that was a good left you got yeah, you with there did. too. I think with saying he's fine wild too, man. I think with him trying to adjust to your style, this is when from three to eight, this yeah. is what we were seeing. That's why I was yeah. kind of like, how did this? How did we get the draw? Yeah, I know and, they they scored it what seventy four seventy eight him seventy seven seventy five you and seventy six seventy six. Yeah, bro. The one they gave him was just off. Bro. I thought like, that was off. You could tell he was a side, but like I mean, I could see if you give it to him, but it had to be narrower than that, mm-hmm. you know? Like definitely. But I mean, like I said, it happens. But um, yeah, bro. Those grants felt amazing, man. Especially like. When they landed, <laughs> yeah, dude, I guess I would see that man going to the body straight, dude. They got big body shots up and down, dude, chopping them down, breaking them down. I love seeing it. And and even the announcers were saying it, bro, that that um like he was falling into my game plan, you know, which yeah. was bad decision. And I think is it one of those things too when you know he has longer reach, you want to play, you want to go telephone booth, you want to want to be on him, you gotta take a shot. Are you uh, is, is that behind your mind? Like, damn, I'm about to well, take a few to get inside. Well, I mean, it's funny, bro, because even when we were sparring for in Palmdale, I remember Daniel specifically telling me, bro, like sometimes like you're gonna if you get hit, don't let it stop you. You know, mm-hmm. like take the punch knowing that you're gonna get in and land three more. You know, Definitely. so that we were okay with taking a punch as long as we got ours in. You know, and you can see his side is all red from yeah, just ripping that body, bro. Yes, bro, I think that's a search, man. That's that. That's the Mexican style, dude. People don't understand like that is how we we break them down. Yeah, when bro. you break that body down, everything else is gonna their hands are gonna drop and we're gonna have openings for sure. And especially like in the clinches, bro. Because I know, like, I weighed in at one thirty four. Yeah, that was that was bullshit too. Yeah, bro. I mean, I, I don't really. I I took my little break, but at the end of the day, bro, when people say like, "Oh, did that get you mad?" I like, I bro, it's a fight, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, when people call people dirty, it's like, bro, it's a fight. Yeah, you I don't know? think that was. A, I don't think he's a dirty fighter, but damn, I'm not a yeah, big yeah. fan. You know how it is getting hit in the back of the head. We heard some horror stories. Yeah, I feel it, bro. But um, what was I saying? Um, 
Uh, I lost my train of thought. But, but when um, when did you get the cut in the... Was that the fifth round? Bro, I don't even round? remember, to be honest. Did you I, feel it, that? It, yeah, I mean, I kind of figured I was cut because stitched around and worked my corner was um, working on it. And so I figured, you know, I'm bleeding. But, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, adrenaline didn't really let me feel it. But as soon as that eighth bell rang for the last bell, I was like, ah, oh, everything hurts. Hey, shout out to Stitch. I think a couple of the homies were asking how that relationship started. You want to tell the people how that started? Bro, I mean, we've seen him a few times at the fights, but... Like, my coach got mad tight with him. He, my coach was downstairs in the lobby kicking it with Buddy McGurd, Ivan, and, and uh, Stitch Duran, brother, or just down there chopping it up and whatnot, bro. But it was, uh, I guess they just got mad close, and he ended up working my corner, bro, because of through that little conversation that they had and whatnot. Dude, legend, bro. People were like, what the hell? Like they, and they all see him in Rocky movies and shit like that, all these UFC fights. Like, no, nah, yeah. that's, that's big time, dude. He took care of you. Yeah, and his, you, his his rap was really good, bro. Like, people don't get, like, there's a difference in rap. Didn't you know, know he, he rapped? Raps, I didn't even know he rapped you. That's yeah, right. yeah, that's he rapped me, bro. He rapped, yeah, he did my rap, and it's one of the best raps I've had on, bro. But, um, yeah, he's definitely top-notch, bro. But, yeah, bro, I didn't know I was cut until I seen him work. I, said, I figured I was cut, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think you did a great job protecting that cut too, bro. I don't think he really he didn't he I think he was targeted, but he really didn't capitalize on that at all, thank God. Yeah. So now and, he's getting a little more scrappy with yeah. you because he knows he's gonna yeah. have if he's gonna win these rounds, he's gonna have to get in there with you and tussle. And then I told my, my me and my boy Johnny were talking too, bro. And it was just like Johnny was kinda like, Man, bro, you were really B B side, bro. Like this was supposed to be his comeback party, you mm-hmm. know? And, and I kinda spoiled that. But you're, you know how it is. It's like you're you're the stepping stone. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they set it up to be, bro. Yeah, bro. I surprised a lot of people. Look at that six six one shout out. They love it, dude. <laughs> love it. And I love the top rank in the corner. This is a top rank <laughs> car, people. This is big time right here. Yeah. This is big time right here. This is Mayweather, De La Hoyer stuff, man. And bro, like when I'm when I'm in this, like just holding my hands up, like going forward, it was just literally that was in my head. Okay, he can't hurt me, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I took his best punch, he can't hurt me. Mm-hmm. So that's why one of the reasons why too I was being so aggressive and whatnot. And that's why I figured too, man. Once he took, cause I think he gave you a couple shots in the first and the second. I'm like, okay, if he took his best shot now, that's why he keeps he's coming forward. He's coming forward. He can't hurt him. Yeah, bro. And I mean, my my goal was just to make it a fight, bro. Like, don't let this be a boxing match. Let it be a fight, bro. So it's exactly what I did, man. I, I was reading this article, bro, before this fight even happened, dude. They said that you and Ramirez and the guy, who are, I forgot who Ramirez fighting, might be the best card on this fight, best bout on this card. Yeah, bro. A lot of people projected this one because in the boxing community, mm-hmm. a lot of people knew who I was. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't just some regular B-sider, you mm-hmm. know, like I'm... And they knew how I lost my last fight. It was a, like a dumb mistake, you know? So mm-hmm. they knew it wasn't really a loss-loss, you know? But um, So they expected this one to be good, bro. And, and sure enough, it was. How does it feel, bro, having your reputation recognized? Like, you've always been that hardworking guy. We see you running the miles. We see you playing the work. Yeah. And now that the boxing community, who we want to win over, yeah. is recognized like, yo, that Miguel Contreras, you got, you got to watch out for that guy. Bro, I mean, honestly, God is good, man. And, and that just leads me to glorify the good Lord, man, because... When I, even at these shows, bro, when people like Robert Garcia and, and the biggest things in boxing, they know who I am already. I'm like, what? How do you guys know who I am? You yeah, know, dude. like that's so crazy to me. And and from the simple things to this day, bro, when people stop me and ask me for pictures and autographs, I'm like, man, you guys don't even like, man, I'm, I'm nobody, you know, in my eyes. But it's kind of like, man, like just seeing the doors that God has used with boxing to open up doors for me, you know, and it's amazing. I love to see that all the fans you took pictures with, bro. I know you're probably dead ass tired after the fight, mm-hmm. but just taking the time to t- um, give autographs, take pictures, that mm-hmm. shows a lot about your character too, Miguel. Because yeah. a lot of guys are like, oh, I'm tired, I ain't going to show my face. You're a man of the people, bro. I yeah. want you to know that. 
And yeah, like, and especially, bro, the after hearing the crowd, bro, like, because it wasn't just Bakersfield, bro. It was like Central Valley, Fresno, mm-hmm. you know. They were, sh- like, because I, I came up in the amateurs right here, too. So mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, they showed out heavy, too. So I had to show love back, you know. I was like, man, I love you guys for cheering for me. And not only that, but they even booed him when they cheered him, you know. So it's I see, like, they, bro, the decision, they were not happy about yeah, that shit, bro, my guy. So, I mean... I was happy. I think that's just the boxing game too, though, bro. But I think it's really important because, again, you're a man of the people. The people came and show, showed out for you. And just to, I see so many. You taking so many pictures of everybody, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's my guy right there. Fucking so proud of you, dog. Yeah, bro. I appreciate it, man. But it's just like, man, I, I just never forget where I came from, you know? Like, humble beginnings, man. Did you remember what? Two, three fights ago, we're fucking fighting at GSA at, yeah. in the field. Yeah, And now yeah. look at St. Mark Center, bro. Yeah, bro. And that's what I think. That's what I said. Man, this craziest part is just seeing my face on screen. It's like, what, man? That's amazing to me. And to think it all started just a little fat kid walking in the gym, you know? <laughs> like a little eight-year-old fat kid walking in the gym. That's my other co-manager, bro. That's his boy, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, like, yeah. cool. How's, so how is it with this manager? What, uh, Rick, right? Was it? That, that's Gabe Flores Sr. The okay, other one's okay. Rick. Rick is Jose Ramirez. He threw that whole event, basically. Okay. But I go over there. When I go to Vegas, I go with him and okay, whatnot. Okay. I train with him. But, man, he's taught me so much in this game, bro. Like, man, bro, really showed me the ropes and really had confidence in me, bro, honestly. it feels. I'm sure it feels good to have someone who's actually looking out for you and wants the best for you. Yeah, bro, not only that, bro, but, like, Giving me the the opportunity, bro, because mm-hmm. people don't realize that, and you hear it all the time. It ain't what you know; it's who you know, man. Mm-hmm. And and I've been blessed enough to meet some of the biggest names in boxing, and and like training at top rank, been next to training next to Tyson Fury, Canelo Alvarez, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, bro, like what? And it's like I thank God for people like my manager, you know, like they've been a blessing to my life, you know. And seeing the guys who are at the top of the sport, I'm sure that just motivates you to keep fucking working harder. Yeah, and like bro. That, it's like that that ring is right here. I just gotta keep grinding. I want to reach for that damn thing. Yeah, bro. I mean, like that training next to them, and then this fight in particular, fighting one of the top welter. I mean, uh, middleweight. I mean, lightweights in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like I show that I belong. You know, like yeah, I'm, I'm here. You feel? I feel like you were definitely faster than him. That's not blowing smoke either, bro. I feel like you're faster than him. And you, the game plan, that was a nice little he got, good jab he gave yeah. you. Yeah, That's a nice bro. jab he threw back, though, man. It, it, hey, when you guys were fucking tussling, bro, what was he, what did he stop that for? The Low? push, put my head down. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, but, um, yeah, bro, it was it was a fight, bro. But it was like one of them things, bro, where he would fight if he had to, but he felt like I knew he knew that he didn't really want to fight. It was his his main goal was to keep me on the outside, you know, and, mm-hmm. and use his, his boxing and his reach to his ability. And that was my job to take that ability away, you know? Mm-hmm. Cutting the ring off, is that something you really worked for? I felt like you did that excellent in this fight. Is that something you were working on the training camp? Yeah, bro, cutting the ring. And literally, bro, everything, like, from even, like, cause the fact that he's longer, like, mm-hmm. stretching out my hook more, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the simplest things, bro, make all the differences. So we are working on all the little tiny things, bro. And then especially like when I was, oh, that's what I was going to say. Like when in the clinches and stuff like that, I felt bigger, you know, because I weighed in at 134, bro. But I like rehydrated to like 151, bro. Have you ever been? No. No, okay, no, okay. no. Um, but I rehydrated. I felt like I rehydrated a little better than him as far as those clinches and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, or maybe he was just weak. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, No, like, no. I felt like, dude, I felt like he, you were taking his shots lovely, bro. Mm. I felt taking shots lovely. It's a great bout, man. Love seeing it, man. Love seeing you. Was this probably the t- was you saying this is the one of the toughest fights in your career? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, because I mean, 
Yeah, bro. I honestly, yeah, because my la- even the L, it was like it was a winnable fight. It was just something stupid I did, you know. But mm-hmm. um, this was actually somebody who's. I mean, this dude's been in there with world champions. Ha- he has titles, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, bro, and I and I not only showed out, but in a lot of most people's eyes, I won. won you the know, fight. so it 1,000%, was like, bro. we showed we belong. So. But man, I don't know. I you know we like doves, but damn, the draw against a guy like this too, mm-hmm. you know, the win's great, but damn, I'll take the draw too, honestly, bro. How do you feel yeah. about that? Well, I mean, first, it, it, it's better than a loss, you yeah, know, because that, that's all you're under. But um, being that we, we we took the draw, I think the confirmation was just through everybody from Robert Garcia to Buddy McGirt to everybody backstage to the ref. Everybody reaffirming, hey, bro, you won that fight. I think I, I kind of took it even better. You know, it's like, all right, as long as the people know, you feel it. Yeah, and, bro, they knew, my guy. Yeah, and as long as we, like, we put on a show, you know, because and my poor mama, she was in that crowd. She had to walk out, like, the sixth, seventh round, bro. I'm like, man. <laughs> oh, man. I bet, bro. Because, like, bro, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I would prefer them not to go, you know, just because mm-hmm. you never know what could happen in there, man. And, and How does it feel to have everybody in there, bro? All the family, I mean, all the family. We've seen it, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Just the outpour love on social media. Yeah, I mean, that that's a blessing, man. Like, man, God is good, man. The fact that everyone showed out and supported it, it just means the world to me. And it shows that I'm, like, in a weird way, I'm not going in there alone, you know? We come with the mm-hmm. army, you know? So it, packed it's definitely house, Packed house, bro, at the damn St. Mark Center. Yeah, People bro. don't understand, dude. That's becoming a little... That if you want to fight, that's where you're gonna fight at. That's kind of like the little. That's that's our new destination for the Central Valley, bro. Yeah, bro. And and honestly, shout out Rick Meridian, my mm-hmm. co-manager, because he he started throwing those events for Jose Ramirez, and and he made it a, a spot that's cracking now. And man, that card was lit with Cali's finest. Yes, you know? bro. And the fact that I was on it is a blessing. And definitely, bro. I think this is where you started. I think this is where you start to break away. I think he was hitting a little low there too. That's why I was seeing at least. You started to break away from the fight, in my opinion. The next two rounds, bro, you're you're on him. Like he's trying to fight your fight, but he can't. He's getting tagged every time. Yeah, I think the like you said, he was trying to fight my fight, but it was like in his mind, he knew like he had to do it, but he wasn't able to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know if it was like he was starting to, the wear and tear was starting to get to him or what, but it was just like, because at the end of the day, people don't get, and it may not look like it, but it's more tiring to outbox someone than to sit there and fight, bro, mm-hmm. because outboxing, you're moving more, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and fighting like this, you're just moving, going forward, staying in a little pocket, bro, but we Good knew that. Cuts. Look at that, man. Uppercuts. Are you seeing how wide he is, too, when you come with that left? I noticed it as the rounds mm-hmm. came on, you know, so I started to make it a little tighter and whatnot to get it in there, Definitely. but these are all shots we worked on, you know? So with his previous fights, I don't know much about Hector. Apologize, Hector. Does he kind of dictate the fights when in his last couple belts? Does he dictate bro, the pace? Sh- and honestly, the, bro, reach? yeah, man, because he's just a beautiful boxer, bro. He could box his butt off, man, and and. But I mean, that's why I think that's why I was thinking to like, man, this guy's used to people fighting his fight, but now he has to fight Miguel's fight. It's like, oh no, he's he, yeah. he's not used to wars like this, bro. Yeah. Look at that, not, mm-hmm. man, good left. And if you let him box, he'll outpick you apart, bro. Yes, bro. But, where it's not just a boxing, it's fighting, man. And, exactly. and that's what I had to make it a dog fight in there. And even like Daniel, I don't know if you heard him in the corner, was saying, be, you got to be a dog. You got to be a dog. And mm-hmm. that's what I had to do, man. And honestly, even in those few, last couple rounds, I was like, he was telling me, you got to dig. And I was like, man, bro, I had to dig deep, bro. Mm-hmm. Because some image like, dig, dig, dig. Just keep throwing, throw, throw. When you're digging like that, bro, you're reaching for every ounce of strength you have. What are you thinking about it back in your mind? Like, what's giving you that motivation, bro? Besides the dub, of course. But uh-huh. is it the miles you're running and the work you put in the training? camp your your family what are you thinking about when i mean i gotta give everything i got 
Bro, at that point, it's, it's not even like something in my head is going on. It's more so just don't stop, you know? Like, this is a fight. Don't stop. And then literally, kill or be killed. Kill or be killed. Mm-hmm. It's going in on my head, bro. And like telling myself, if, okay, if you stop punching, you're going to get killed. So, mm-hmm. But if it's kill or be killed, you got to kill, you know? And, and such a gladiator sport, bro. But, I mean, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Like, especially for this fight in particular, it was like, that's the only way I'm going to beat him. Mm-hmm. Especially being on the B side, I was like, I had to keep coming forward. I had to keep throwing. You heard uh, Garcia say, too, he's like, hey, guy, hey, heck, this is a this is a local boy. You yeah. got to beat him down. You're going to have to beat him. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to beat him. Is that eye affecting you at all at this time? Were you able to see clearly Yeah, bro, I, I can see everything clear. You know, thank God that it was under my eye. But um, That's cool to see, too. I think that traitor, sis, yeah, cut. Yeah, Look at yeah, this, yeah. man. This is great. Yeah, bro. This is big time, man. I'm so happy for you, dog. This is Appreciate awesome. It, man. This is awesome, dog. It hurt, though. <laughs> <laughs> my guy I bet dude yeah, I fucking bad yeah. I knew I figured it was gonna fucking hurt it's funny cause today in, in church day I had shared a little bit about you know the week and whatnot, and I was telling him one of the guys yells in the crowd oh boxing we were talking about boxing like we enjoy watching it and I was like it's a fun sport to watch it's not fun to do <laughs> oh man bro it's a hell of a way to make a living bro you yeah. gotta be a warrior bro yeah, you gotta be yeah. a fucking warrior man God, it's crazy. That free Ralph here. Lauren polo, man. That's I was about to, hey, no, I, was, I was thinking that too. Like, I got the Ralph Lauren <laughs> mouthpiece. Give the free uh, exposure, <coughs> man. Hey, man, I love the I love the trunks, though, bro. The caveman um, person. So you yeah. feel like you become so caveman is who you are in the ring. Yeah, that what, man, the, the madman. Is yeah. that that's, that's I think that's definitely the way we should. Well, bro, this it, it's one of the things like as we mentioned. It's a business, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you have to brand your image, man. If you can Definitely, sell, bro, bro. Like and and I come out with that club, and I, I my trunks are themed, and bro, cause it's not just about winning, bro. It's about winning and looking good while you win, you know. So Definitely. you don't want to go in there with some gym shorts, you know. So yeah, hundred percent. I go bro. to the best trunks guys. I got my own bag. And, love and it, bro. The, the, everybody it. loved it too, man. The commentators loved it. They. They matched the persona. You, we brought it, bro. Yeah, we brought bro. It. And, and I got all types of concepts in my head, bro, because it's just like, man, that stuff sells, bro. Like, you got to. People may not recognize it, but later on down the road, they may not know my name. They'll be like, oh, the, the, the caveman dude, or, uh-huh. you know, like that uh-huh. stuff sells, bro. Uh-huh. Uh, Sam, with the round here, are you thinking like, damn, I never went past six. Let's see what I got left. Let's, let's see what I got in the reserves for the seventh and eighth round. Oh, well, I knew, bro. I knew just the way I sparred and stuff. Like, I knew that I was ready for it. And not only that, the way he was looking from the previous rounds, I was like, I know that I have more than him still. Yeah, he was looking tired, bro. And, and not only that, but he they had an urgency in their corner, too. <laughs> you know, both our corners were being urgent with each other. So I knew that he wasn't just going to sit there and move around, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, just keep outworking him, keep outworking him. So little things like that people don't get, bro. Like walking someone back, bro, that wears them down, you know? So mm-hmm. I just, every time we got in, I'd walk them back, walk them back, lean on them, all, anything that could make them more tired. And that's what's so hard about the, you know, the judges. Judges look for so, you could tell, you could you could explain to somebody a hundred different ways of what judges are looking for. Someone looking for the dick, you know, dictating the pace, mm-hmm. you know, controlling the fight, amount punches thrown, landed. It's like, what? That's why I kind of wish it was a kind of a better, uh, like a, a silver lining here. What are exactly are we looking for to get these goddamn rounds, dude? Because there's no way it's 78, 74, bro. Yeah. There's no way. At least the way uh, I look at it. I look at yeah. control, controlling the pace of the ring, you mm. know. Yeah. Um, your your punch, um, 
mm. volume mm. Yeah. and your defense. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm looking for, dude. Yeah, bro. That's really what it is, man. Like, like that. And like, landing Chris punches like yeah. that. Like, another right. It doesn't matter how hard he's landing yeah. them, yeah. though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the volume, bro. I knew that was what, what was going to be the difference. Volume, volume, volume. And we just made sure to make sure that them hands were flying no matter what. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you touch your trunks once in this fight. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, bro. Fool me once. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Like, oh, those things are tight today. Hey, but I'm, you know what, man? That's, again, we just got to, just learning the lessons, bro. Just yeah. so glad that this, this outcome was, you're safe. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, last time, dude, that just, that mistake was, it was scary, dude. Like, fuck boxing. Yeah. As a person, like, my guy was, you were out for a second, dude. Yeah. And you never know what these things, man. Yeah. You never, especially with the, but the brain and what we know about brain damage and shit, dude. Just yeah. one punch could change so much, dude. And that that's another reason, too, why I felt like, because my sister asked me, she was like, are you scared? Like, that might happen again. I was like, it's weird because going in there, I'm more comfortable now after that because I, I've experienced what's the worst that could happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Not that now, oh, I can go in there reckless, but now that I realize okay, that's the worst that's going to happen. You know, like, I'll get knocked out. Uh, I went in there more like, okay, now I really do this, you know? Like, Definitely, I could bro. go in there with this mindset. Like, I, I've been hit, you know? I th- again, I think that's... I, I knew too, bro. I swear, man. I knew, like, you know what? He's going to bounce back from this, and he's going to be hungrier than ever, and you took boxes, one of boxes shots right there. Mm-hmm. That's the way that the, sometimes the universe makes that shit happen, dude. You had to take that just to build on this, and it's, it's only up from here, man. I think it's only up from here. Yeah, man. And it's like, you know, I get my little week off, you know, two weeks off because of this stupid cup. But um, <laughs> it was just like I, my coach and everybody from the gym knows, don't, hey, don't text me. Don't call me. That's <laughs> my number, man. Don't tell me about boxing, man. Hey, dude, it's so funny because do you you guys, I'm sure you guys get up a lot because dad was like, yo, stop asking me. these." Oh, guys. yeah, bro. It's yeah, so funny, yeah, dude. Yeah. And I try to be polite about it, bro. And, and, but my... um. My my coach, like, he'll let you know straight up. You feel yeah, me, vulgar? Like, hey, leave us alone. Yes, we're ready. No, we don't have shirts. <laughs> it's like, bro, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like, and then even at church today, I told people, like, so you guys know, I don't know when my next fight is, and I don't want to hear about it, okay? <laughs> Just let me chill. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And this being the last round, bro, it's just like, all right, now it's time to dig to that next level, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. This is part of the game, bro. This because I think from here, no matter what next fight, next world fight, you're only going up. It's gonna be a ten round fight. It's gonna be a twelve round fight. Yeah. This is just a step in the journey, bro. You need the, you need this experience. Yeah. Some guys don't, you know, especially some guys don't get to go the full whatever their schedule will do. Yeah. I think this is great experience for you, Miguel. Yeah, getting them rounds in, bro. Not only them rounds, but busy rounds, you mm-hmm. know. So that way, when the time comes, if we're ever in that territory, we know we've been there before, you mm-hmm. know. I think this is all just it's just like a basketball practice, all reps. Yeah. This is a great rep for you, bro. Man. Still butts both of you guys still throwing, bro. It's warriors. People don't understand how what it takes to in the eighth round to do this. Yeah, we like in the in the back of that locker room, bro, we were chopping it up a little bit. We took a little picture together, bro, because you know it's mutual it's respect, bro. But at, at like, times like that, bro, I'm just throwing, though. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, bro, it's killing me killed. Mm-hmm. Bad intentions. <laughs> The uppercut was looking lovely too, bro. I think too, and I, I was telling my coach the fact that he came off a loss too, bro. Like I probably would have finished him if it weren't for that loss. But we both had that. Nah, I lost my last one. You know, mm-hmm. I lost my last one. So that urged us more to keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. 
chip, chip on your shoulders, bro. Something, honestly, something to prove. Yeah. Because yep. I'm sure, you know, with haters in the world, mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, we knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Let's see what he does this time. I know, praying on downfalls and shit, dude. I know they both, you guys both carry that this time. Yeah, bro, so. It's just, it's human nature. It's human yeah, nature. Yeah. And it was, co- I mean, bro, it was cool just knowing that this is not no scrub, bro. That this is one of the best in the world. And I only, I mean, I, I edged him out, you know? You definitely held it down for Kern County, bro. This is one of the biggest belts in Kern County history. To be honest with you, bro. Great, great fight, man. Great yeah. fight. I think this is helping. This is helping with the experience with yeah. uh, being in situations like this. Like now, you know, like when we got yeah. we got to throw him. I could do it. Yeah, man. If I got to yeah. outbox a boxer, I got to outfight a boxer. I could do it. He's yeah, gonna have to fight man. my fight. Yeah, bro. And then after looking at him, I just thank Jesus that I'm all right, man. <laughs> Cause man, bro. bro. Just, like, hey, man. Yeah. Both of you guys took some fucking shots, bro. This yeah. wasn't. This isn't ballet. Yeah, rolling. Real quick, man. We got a question from the IG audience, man. My boy Bossy wants to know what's the hardest thing in boxing for you. Mm. Hardest, um, as weird as it may sound, the fight's the easiest part, bro. Um, I mean, obviously you got to dig deeper, but mm-hmm. I would honestly say to stay disciplined, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that's the hardest part. Like you got to miss out on stuff, bro. You got to watch what you eat. You got to, or especially like, bro. There's times where. You're struggling with weight, bro, and you're dry, and you're draining yourself to make weight, bro, mm-hmm. and it's just like, hey, there goes Robert telling me, like, hey, bro, that was you. <laughs> Look at my guy, Daniel. What's up, Daniel? Look at my guy talking that thing. Backwards hat and everything. We out here grinding. <laughs> my guy, Daniel's a character, dude. I can't wait to have him back on. I'm going to have him on soon, dude. No doubt. From the slum. Shout out to Chino, too, man. Got oh, a big yeah, win, too, a couple weeks ago. We'll yeah. have him on. He got another one coming up, too. Okay, he's been telling me he wants to be on the pod, man. Just like, this is my first time dropping a pod like in a month. I was coaching basketball, dude. Yeah, I see that. Is that crazy to see, man? That's, that's amazing, so beautiful, bro. dude. Jesus is king, man. That's Hell crazy. Yeah. See, like, when I see the replay, too, and the fact that I took his best shots, I was like, bro, I just felt like that one, those, bro. bro. And there was that jab in the third one. He kind of snapped your head back. Those yeah. were the best shots he had. Yeah. I but, didn't feel like those were doing much. And then when I would catch him with those tight hooks when he would open up, like literally those were shots we worked on, bro. Like, that was a nice hook right there. But then what, man? This is see, this is a pro Hector pod, uh, oh, br- broadcast, bro. See those hooks oh, right yeah, there. We yeah, worked yeah. on those, bro. Those ones right there. Oh uh, yeah, he was little. He was wide, bro. Yeah, he bro. was definitely wide. That's 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 kind of what happens when you find a, small, a smaller guy. Bing. Oh my gosh, why do we do this? <laughs> <laughs> Why do we choose this sport, yeah. dude? These are two grown-ass men throwing everything they can with the grants. Yeah, Good man, God, dude. Man. What are those? 10 ounces? Eights. Eights? Oh, yeah, God. Man. And God. that leather. They, I mean, Grant got the best leather out there. Hey, man. bro. It's fucking awesome to see you, man. You're living the dream, bro. And I'm glad, again, you're on the pod just sharing this with us. This is big time, man. You have no idea how much I appreciate this. Nah, no doubt, bro. Hey, you were there since TJ, man. So. Hey, dude. <laughs> I think... Uh, Man, I was gonna ask you, like, you know what? We're not gonna do the fucking podcast before the fights anymore. We're gonna yeah. do post fights. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's better for all of us. And mm-hmm. I, and man, I just think yeah. it's better for all of us, bro. Yeah, less distractions. Because at the end of the day, I know you're you're focused on getting mm-hmm. this goddamn dub. One thousand percent. Love the Team K Man shirts too, dude. Yeah, we're gonna be dropping those. Y'all tune in on my Instagram and, and make sure you pre-order yours. Hell yeah, we're gonna drop them in black. So, Hell, oh, those are hard. I'm gonna, I need, I'm gonna definitely cop. I'm gonna trade them with you, bro. I gotta get you. So I got some yeah. new gear dropping, man. I'm gonna, no I'm gonna shoot you that. I'm going to shoot you at forever hungry. No doubt. I think that's we're always dope. forever hungry, bro. That's what it is. And, and, bro, see, that's just, man, that's trippy to me, man. R.I.P. Taiwan Johnson on the back. Love always. it, man. My dog. Love with it, me, bro. With me to the top, you feel? You, you have no idea how much 
of the East Side. You're carrying, both of you guys are carrying on your shoulders right here, bro. You're taking it to levels that people never thought would be possible, my yeah, guy. Yeah. Because everybody could say they bust. Well, this is really what we're talking about. We're on ESPN Plus. We're on yeah. top rank mm-hmm. under a great car. The man across the way is a world renowned box, a boxing <laughs> trainer. Yeah. It's like, dude, it doesn't get any bigger. It does get bigger than this, but as of right now, this is big, bro. This is big time. Man, that's good. Man, it sucks to be, wait for this decision, dude. Like, I bet that's like, I want to know. Yeah. Right. Like, why do I got to wait? Yeah. Well, even the commentators were kind of give us a look like, you know, you guys got it, you know? Man, dude. Man. But like I said, the opinions that matter gave it to me, you know, so. Crazy to see, like, Andre Ward talking about Bakersfield. Yeah. Bradley's yeah. a pro McGill, yeah. the guy. Like, see, I was tripping out already when they get that first scorecard. I was like, all right, that was me. 70. So, what, they had him winning, what, five to three? Something like that, bro. God but it was just, it was, dang, dude. Yeah, five to three. Yeah, five to three. Yeah, bro. See, that's God. like, man, come on, get real, you know? If you have a win, you better be closer than that, you know? God, the damn draw, dude. The goddamn draw. Man, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. How's it feel to be back home now, bro? How's it feel to be now post-world? Mm-hmm. You're back in the real world now. How's it feel to kind of be away from boxing? Um, Just... Resting up now, man. Just enjoying my rest, grubbing, resting, 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 icing, icy, icy, mm-hmm. you know, because, man, next day, even today, just woke up, man, body aching everywhere, you know, so it's part of the business, though, man, so. Yeah, bro, I think um, it's the future looks bright, my guy. I hope I ain't, and I'm, again, I'm not blowing smoke, bro. I'm rooting for you 1,000%, Miguel. We're happy that you're healthy, bro. I'm happy that um, this t- did turn out the way we wanted, but the draw... Hmm, you know? Yeah, I'm not mad at it, bro. Honestly, no. I'm not mad at it. You're a warrior, bro. You you gave it all, and we see that, man. Eleven, one and one. Caveman Miguel Contreras, dude, crazy. Yeah, crazy bro. Right and then, I mean, we took on a guy who was avoided, who's ducked. You mm-hmm. know, so we just wanted to make a statement, man, and we did just that. And I know that probably both of our stars, but I know mine for sure went up. You know, and my management Rick Murray gave me some promising words. You know, you guys got stuff lined up now, so. Um, just enjoying my little time off now. Definitely, bro. What, we don't not like next five. But what do you? What's what's next for you? What do you want to accomplish in the next four or five months? Do you see yourself having another fight? Do you want to take another eight month layoff? Like, what's the plan for that? Um, At least, what's the goal I for two thousand twenty two? Where this is two thousand twenty two now? Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to get another fight in, you know. But um, um, uh, we'll see how everything works out. Right now, I'm just taking my little time off. Uh, I gotta take like a. 40 because the cut and whatnot. I got to mm-hmm. take a little hiatus and whatnot, but um, make sure everything heals up properly and, and you know, make takes care of my personal self, health and whatnot first before I hop back in there, whether sparring or fighting, you know. So, um, but yeah, man, definitely want to get back in there and, and, you know, see what's next. Definitely, but I know bro. I'm in good hands, so. Definitely, bro. I'm glad that everything's on the up right now, dog, especially, you know, your first couple of fights, dude. That's we were in here just talking. I remember we were doing the little grand opening. We did this outside in the fucking parking lot. Our first interview, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, you 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 showed love for that fight. You showed love when you did your Bakersfield debut. You showed mm-hmm. love after the loss, the day the well, day after. Mm-hmm. And man, you have no idea how much that that means to me. The podcast, um, just to have you on, dude. You talk about bringing stock up. You always help us. You know, go get to that next level, Miguel. Just by doing things like this, bro. Just talking boxing and just, you know, letting the people know you're you're still in the field too, supporting yeah, your boys and supporting yeah. field shit. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it, dog. Nah, no doubt, bro. And this is 
probably. I mean, because I do get hit up for interviews and stuff like that. But one of the reasons why I love your pod, bro, is that like you just let us be ourselves. You know, it ain't no rehearsal. It ain't nothing, no, bro. We just what do we say? Yeah. We just hopped in there. Like, yeah, like, just, like, we just, just like, yeah. We don't bro. do a lot of. I don't do a lot of preparation. Like I like chaos. Whatever happens, yeah, with it, yeah, it just bro. happens. With and it, bro. that's how it should be, you know. And, and I, I, that's one of the reasons why I love your pod too, bro. It's just you know you're going in there with some unrehearsed, just people being themselves. You know, yeah, so, dude, like, like that. I know everybody, our people, Gil and all of them, they're mm-hmm. looking forward to it. I know that's what they're asking. Like, hey, ask them how it feels to you know yeah. go for eight rounds. Yeah, and, yeah. Because I didn't even know. I forgot, dude. This is your first time going eight. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll ask them. And just little things I've yeah. seen too. Like Gil was telling me all the autographs and stuff that yeah. people don't see yeah. on TV, on social media. Uh-huh. Being a man of the people, bro. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. That's greatness right there yeah. too, bro. You're never good. For, there's some there's some people who are never meet a pro boxer, yeah. and here you are signing pictures, taking pictures, or signing autographs, taking pictures. That's yeah. that means so your character, bro. That's what people need to realize. Yeah. Like well, you're I, a warrior in there, my G, but you're still a man of God, yeah, yeah. and you have great character. And that's the thing, bro. You know, like one of the things I always tell myself, I don't ever want to get to that point to where I think I'm too good to take pictures, or I think I'm too big to, you know, mm-hmm. to have conversation with the, you know, mm-hmm. any any person, mm-hmm. you know. And, and you know, the Bible says, "Do not despise the small beginnings," and I never despise my small beginnings. You know, remembering where I started from, and just a kid from the hood, man, mm-hmm. and just trying to make it out. You know, so it's just like. Man, God has shown himself good time and time again. And where I'm at right now, it's just like, man, only God, you know? Yeah, bro, definitely. And the comeback, and dude, it's just the, you had a little setback for the the big comeback, and it's cool mm-hmm. seeing you, man. It's mm-hmm. cool seeing this ESPN plus, you're mm-hmm. the footage, and it's, it's beautiful, <laughs> man. It's like, what the hell is going on here? I, I mm-hmm. can't believe it, man. I can't, I can't only imagine how you feel, dog. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. It, it is hard to, to grasp, you know, <laughs> as far as like, man, bro, that's me on screen. I think know, that's but. beautiful, though, bro, because I think what life is, though, we just got to, we're just going. Yeah. We don't look back and be like, oh, fuck, Nick, what I'm doing. We don't yeah. boast. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't boast about yeah. nothing. Like, I'm just doing the best I can yeah, with, yeah, with, yeah. with the skills that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm blessed with. Yeah. Like, that shit could be gone tomorrow. Life's yeah. a short thing. Exactly, man. So, I'm glad to see it, bro. I'm glad we were able to chop it up. I'm glad we were able to knock this pot out. Hopefully, we can make this a regular thing after fights, after every dub. We can no kind doubt. of sit back and just dissect it a little bit yeah, and just no talk doubt. boxing, dog. Yeah, bro. This was, I actually liked this, the fact that we broke it down and whatnot. That was pretty dope. <laughs> and I think the way I'm going to try to set it up with huh. the screen with us and yeah. just have it on the bottom for people to see. Yeah, I think yeah. that shit's going to be dope, bro. Yeah, man. Episode 112, Caveman Returns Again, Miguel Contreras, 11-1-1. Glad you're healthy, bro. And I appreciate you coming out, my guy. No doubt. Thank you, bro. No doubt. And we out.